Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of That Podcast. My name is Ryan Janke, and as always, I am joined by Pastor DJ Laura, Dana Mashevsky, and Sarah DeYoung, and our little friend here that dances. Yes. We need to name him. He doesn't already have a name. Uh, Zach. I was going to say, it reminds me of Zach, so little Zach, maybe. (laughs) Call him Zach. (laughs) We're all goofy today. We want Zach with us. In case you you didn't know it. It's the afternoon of Thursday. It's a Thursday afternoon, yep. Well, and honestly, if people only knew the stuff that doesn't make this podcast that ends up on the cutting room floor, I mean, just the abstract random uh, craziness that comes flying out of our brains before we actually turn on... The mics is actually. Of course, there's allowed to push the button. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. We've, yeah. We've Maybe already... once a year we'll have. That'll be our like end of year episode. We yeah. just. <laughs> the button and let it go. Yep. Theme song will be Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys, <laughs> featuring Lionel Richie. <laughs> featuring <laughs> Lionel Richie. <laughs> so, do we before oh, we get started on any real business? Do we need mm-hmm. to follow up on the last episode with the peanut butter and jelly and butter? Because that was a hot topic at confirmation last night. I am surprised at the number of... of uh, did you write that in in the uh, the tag of what this no, is about? No, I didn't, I didn't put peanut butter or jelly in there. Might need to change that or put it in this next one because that seems to get the hits. People are all about the, the jam love, or yeah, jelly. I, I, people I, love PBJs. Man, well, I, I called it the after Easter post apocalyptic hot dog musings. Mm-hmm. Didn't even mention PBJ. No, I saw that. Wow. And I was like, I don't. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to shrink our demographic as much as possible. Very niche. <laughs> <laughs> if you find that podcast, these are your people. Yes. That's right. Well, we had some conversations last night. There's people all over the board on this. Well, I did admit something yesterday that I, if you put jam uh-huh. and jelly in front of me, I could not tell you which one is which. Oh, you, yeah, you would. I don't know if I've ever had jam. And if I had jam, I thought it was jelly. Jam's the one with chunks in it. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way I know the difference. It's spreadable. Yeah. Wait, they're both spreadable. No, you jelly, spread. strawberry jam. If you have a fresh piece of master bread, nice and soft, and you can, you okay. know, the stuff you can wad up into a dough ball, and you try to put jelly on that, you're going to tear it to shreds. But if you put jam on there, it'll spread nice. Well, I, I just, think I think our definition of either of those are backwards. Like when I think of jelly, I think of like Smuckers or. Like a name that, brand yeah, thing, that. but jam is homemade. After this, right? after this episode, I think what we need to do is I'll go to the grocery store, <laughs> get a jar of jam and a jar of jelly, and we'll record this and post it. Like, like uh, so we'll we cover the labels. The discussion about like preserves—is there a different between? What about marmalades? Yeah, marmalades <sighs> and jams and preserves and all of that. There's so many. It's a hard. It's a hard, hard I world. I also eat none um, of these things. Jarred fruit <laughs> Don't spreads. eat any of it. So I do not care. It sounds to me like canning is making a comeback. If we're hitting a nerve and people are really you interested know. in jams and jellies, it's because canning is, is becoming the thing again. Did you know during like height COVID 2020, there was actually a shortage a of- flour. And of the like ball canning lids. You're oh, kidding. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> People got really into canning. Oh, I, I do remember that. I do remember yeah. that. It's like, so, well, they all enter, uh, uh, They all ended up in my pantry because we have like tons of <laughs> jars that need to be 
filled with something. I wonder, is that a Midwestern thing? Like somebody gives you something so. homemade in a jar and you, and you can't get rid of it, but you also don't see oh, them again to give it back? Hey, that's a, that is a, yeah, that is a farm town thing, especially like my mom told me that when she was a kid, uh, grandma and grandpa would, would out on the farm would, you know, they'd put everything in a jar. Mm-hmm. And if it went bad, they'd dump out the stuff, clean the jars and then reuse the jars. So like, like spring break, yeah. spring mm-hmm. cleaning, there would be like a, a, a canning jar cleaning. And mm-hmm. she said to this day, she's like, you know, this, she did this like 50 years ago. She's like, I can still remember the smell because it was so, it was so noxious. Mm-hmm. That was, that's how they did it. It was wretched, huh? Mm-hmm. That's funny. So you were just talking about fruits a second ago, Sarah. So mm-hmm. I have, I have a joke for you. Oh no. No. Yep. No. I have to, I have to. <laughs> says here and Dana just melted says here my girlfriend gets mad whenever I mess with her wine so I added fruit and lemonade to it and now she's sangria than ever <laughs> it's terrible that's I need a wah 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 <laughs> she's sangria than ever get it oh no we got it <laughs> yep <laughs> don't worry knock knock Who's there? Armageddon. Armageddon who? Armageddon, tired of these silly jokes. <laughs> uh, hey yo! That's a good one. <laughs> hey, is the is the noise from outside the door coming through the microphones? Do we have to explain that? We so, probably have to now anyway. I mean, I yeah. can't tell if I hear it through the mics or if I just hear mm-hmm. it through. If, if yeah. you just heard roaring applause, it did not come from my high-tech little red sound maker. <clears throat> There's like... 182. Wow. Yeah, really? you that many? fifth graders roaming the building right now. Just Why randomly I'm in here, just so you know. Dana was by the door, and a wave of fifth graders came like a tsunami. <laughs> I was trapped. For Dana, this was the lesser of two evils. <laughs> right. Hey, Dana, you want a podcast today? No. no. Oh, wait, kids! In she comes. <laughs> yep. We are. There's actually a really cool event going on. I cannot remember what it is called, but it's the real on, world. The, the real world, yeah, by the NDSU uh, Extension Service, one of the extension services, and they have a, a 182 fifth graders that they are teaching how to. Uh, it's like money management, right? Well, yeah, and I like to think that they were just cheering because someone balanced their their checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I like to do that. It matched the mine. bank statement. <laughs> Where is that penny? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> does anybody actually balance their checkbook anymore? My I mom don't. still does. I don't. I don't even know if I could. <laughs> like, maybe you need to be in this group. <laughs> does anyone still use a checkbook? I still write checks every yeah. now and again. Mm-hmm. Not often. for emergencies. Not often. I again don't even know if I could tell you where mine. <laughs> really? Because I used to only have it. Like the only check I would write would be for rent, oh, and yeah. now oh, I don't sure. have to do that. Do so that. now. I am 92% positive I know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, with things like Venmo. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you do, Okay, time out. Do you use Venmo? I have used Venmo. Do I use Venmo? No, I do not. I don't. Do you? Regularly. Sir? Really? Dana? Of course. Like I think that. this is a Gen X thing. You I know, think so too. we are very... I, however, I am more of a PayPal person. Mm. Same thing. Owned the, by the same company. They are. I will tell you that if I could get a, well, I, I, I do. I have an Apple Watch, and I probably could use it this way, but I had so much fun at Disney with the Disney bracelet. Oh, yeah. Like, all my cares were gone. I was yep. like, for a week, like, yep. I have all the money in the world. Just scan, <laughs> and off I go. Yep. 
not going to worry about uh, it till that check came in at the last day. It's like, ooh. I would really be interested to find out what percentage of Gen Xers use this new type of technology. Like, I just started saving passwords into my computer uh-huh. probably three months ago. Yeah, me Where too. were you putting be- them because before? Of, because I'm terrified of, of technology. What, Y2K? Like, where, where, where did I put them before? Right here. Yeah, right in up. No, see, that's, that's, that's a lie. What? Because how do you Maybe remember all of them? Or do you just do like the generic, like, here's. How hard is Ryan it to remember Janky one, two, three, four, five? <laughs> Ryan Janky see, two. Thing, or how, like, how hard is it to remember the word password for your password? Yeah. <laughs> see, that's what I mean though. Like. Fiddlesticks. My mom, <laughs> there is a set, like, here's the select set of words and here's the select set of numbers and you just rotate. Yeah. So, I, so I, I think your mom is a Gen Xer, right? Does, yeah. does she use any of this technology, Venmo or anything? Uh. PayPal. She does. She'll pay, like she'll PayPal me. I don't know if she has a Venmo. I'm sure she does. But yeah, that sort of stuff. <laughs> I don't use. You know where I always let the computer like autofill like a secure password and then mm-hmm. save it. So uh, I'm like, it's good. Yep. And I, I don't have to think about it. Have you ever done that, thinking your computer saved it and then it didn't save it? Yes, and then we go through process. Yes. You know another thing that I That's don't. That's terrifying do? to a Gen Xer. <laughs> yeah, it is. What do I do now? And I don't, I don't like you order uh, pizza from Papa John's or Domino's or whatever. You can save your card in there. Nope, never, never, ever, ever. It would t- it was the longest time before. Do you have your card, I- Pat? Like, do you have the numbers memorized? Uh, no. Oh, okay. It was the longest time before I would even pay stuff online with a credit card because of security concerns. We just yeah. Yeah, you know, Ryan. I hear you. You might like Venmo because I think of Venmo now as almost like. People can put jokes in there for stuff, or you can just oh. send like emojis, and it's like trying to. It's like Twitter; it's unhinged. You can be like, "Oh, look." Well, that scares me then. <laughs> if it's like Twitter, Why? well, if it's unhinged, hey, yeah, this is totally unhinged. Put all of your personal information, right. financial information, in right. here for us, please. See, so Not like Ryan, I, I think you and I are, are very much like that. The internet is a magical amorphous place that I do not understand and I'm kind of afraid of because of what it can do and the information that can be taken. Well, we were there for the beginnings. Yes. At, at like that when it was a <laughs> 16-year-old age where it's like, what is this? When the, when the movie War Games was, yeah. was cut, cutting edge, cutting edge tech. <laughs> yep. <laughs> not going to do it. Mm-mm. You know, one thing that I do use, rather than balancing my checkbook, I have this cool app on my phone called YNAB, which stands for You Need a Budget. Oh, okay. And it's connected with, um, it's linked, whatever the term the kids are using these days. Hooked up. To my to my accounts. And all my what accounts are online. He was more right than you are. <laughs> <laughs> You hear how like like insulted she was by that? She was. He's more than you. Like, how dare you, Ryan? Sometimes though, when Ryan says words, it's like when your grandma says "lol," thinking it means lots of love. <laughs> oh, that's something too. Okay, now I am on an old man kind of. My daughter, my daughter Reese. Her, her, and my daughter together scare me. Oh. My- they're they, fantastic. They share a brain. Mm-hmm. And the words that come out of Haley's mouth are the same words that come out of Reese's mouth. And I'm wondering if it happens at the same time. Like if Haley's speaking over here, uh-huh. Reese's it's mouth like is butterfly moving. effect. And yes. So Re- Re- I probably told her a dad joke or something like that. And rather than laughing, she looked at me and she just goes, 
LOL. <laughs> Deadpan face. And I'm like, I don't think that means what you just said. It's like, it means laugh out loud. I just said, did you laugh out loud? No, I said, LOL. I'm like, I know you said LOL and you didn't laugh. It doesn't mean what you think. Uh, it means. I love it. This is history repeating itself. It's the commercial of the mom looking at the Verizon bill going, <laughs> who did you send a hundred texts to last month? IDK, my BFF Jill. Yep. There, have you seen it? The guy what? that breaks down like the progression of <gasps> yes, like LOL to then now like we don't actually laugh. We just send it to be like, oh, mm-hmm. that was funny. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like evolved. Now so it's now just what, common. No, yeah. so like now what means funny is I'm dead. Oh, yeah. what does IDK mean? I don't know. Nobody does. Nobody can tell me. I, <laughs> Ryan, it this is a like, real hard really question to ask. You do that. <laughs> like, I seriously. Millennials, ha- I had to explain once IDK <laughs> to Who's my mom. <laughs> and it was the worst because she's like, what's IDK mean? I was like, I don't know. Nobody does. Well, how? then why are you using it? Like, <laughs> it it's, I don't know. No, it's. That's what it means. That's and it like was like, a, I know I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Like, what does it mean? That's like the clip missing. of them being like explaining you. The Netflix show. <laughs> like you. you no, you. <laughs> no, you. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good no. things. This is good times. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you what. Craziness. Anyway, and are this you, is the stuff getting back recording. to this getting back to this app that I use, it 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 balances my budget. So whenever I spend anything, I have an account. I have different um, categories mm-hmm. of what I mm-hmm. spend my money in, and I put it in there, and then it, it balances with my my uh, it it oh, what's the term that it uses? It reconciles. What was with it my called again? Check oh. bank account. It's called YNAB. YNAB. Y N A B stands for okay. you need a budget. Check it out. Okay. It's great. I love it. Not sponsored. Nope. Right. It could be maybe, though. Maybe you, they will now. But every time you get every time you get paid, it's, it's basically giving a job to all of your money. Mm. So okay. I don't need it to tell me that. Depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Dana likes her money free flowing. I like my money where I can see it hanging in my closet. <laughs> I was like, mine sits on a shelf. It's very nice. Oh, good times. Do we have anything that we really want to talk about today? Well, didn't Otherwise, we have, I got questions. Yeah, we have questions. We do. We? Yeah, we got several. Whoa, that was loud. It's getting louder, Dana. I think they saw you there, duck in yeah. here. Is, is that Dana person around? Is that the Dana Mashevsky? Um terrifying so there were seriously i got to work and i was like oh yeah that's today i was like i should have worked from home (laughs) (laughs) i spent my day surrounded by children wait a minute did we did we already did we already do the the question about lazarus from the grandmaster todd e or did we just talk about it i don't think we talked about it on the podcast we just talked Wow, that yeah, is they okay. They like they right got to be able to hear this now. Oh, yeah. they have to, folks. If you can hear this, uh, just leave us a message underneath this podcast saying, "I hear it." <laughs> this, yeah, one hundred and eighty-two. One eighty. A lot of ten-year-olds. They're loud. Yeah. Well, they're right outside that. I mean, I it's it's a brick wall, by the way. If you're wondering. Well, technically, we kind of have a semi sort of. We do. Yeah, we do kind it. of have a hole. Imagine if we would have had our window in here. Oh man. Point. Oh wow. Oh, we would have had the please don't tap. It scares the fish sign. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have gotten scolded by the NDSU extension people for being in here and stopping them on the way. That's right. We're trying. We got <laughs> things to do. Okay. If you want to submit a question, you can do it 
several different ways. You can go to thatpodcast.net. You can go to atonementfargo.org. You can go to our Facebook page on Facebook. Or on you, Facebook? Yeah, on the Facebook, that podcast, Atonement Fargo. Or you can go to YouTube and you can uh, leave us a message right uh, in the comments section for this video. That was a weird echo effect. Like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. And tell your, you know what, we should get all 182 out there to like and subscribe. They, <laughs> I'm sure they're carrying around a smart device. Blink 182. Yep. Oh, great band, great band. Did they pass? Uh, they must so. have. Deafening silence now. It's like a wave. There's a wave just, of people just came through here. There's probably like a straggler now that'll come by in 10 seconds. It just screams at the top of the All right, here we go. We've got two questions. The first one comes from Elijah. Yeah, see, I Was told that you. straggler? Yeah. <laughs> just feet pounding. Were you guys the stragglers, or were you like the kids who would be at the front of a line like that? Uh, no, I was Solidly never in the middle. In the middle, Dana's was, right in the center. I was never ever at the front of the line. I can tell you that. You were the straggler in the back, uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I got to go to the bathroom. Uh, Elijah S asks, "When did God create angels?" Mm. Good question. So I'm wondering, is he asking in what order? Like, what day? What's he asking? Yeah, so there are some people who, uh, gosh, this is one of those questions from, like, the Middle Ages that uh, the the Reformation kind of rebelled against, which was when you started asking questions like, how many angels can dance on the head of a pin? Like, no one knows, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. Um, the question about angels is, where do they fall within the order of creation usually? And in, in the Catholic tradition during the Middle Ages, there's an order of value to the creation. Angels up really high, then you have humans, you know, it was the Middle Ages, so it was men, then women, then children, and then below that was like dogs, cats, and all the way down, sure. right? Um, following the Reformation and in, in our day today, we don't really think of creation that way. Cre- you, it, it's a different separation. It's creation and creator. God's the creator. Everything is the creation, okay, including angels. So when would they have been created? Well, that's that's always the speculation. Was it on the first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day? The fact of the matter is nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those questions you can ask God when when you meet him face to face in your heavenly reward. Then then you'll then you'll know all things and be fully known. Um, but at this time, it's it's more just kind of a question of scratching your head and wondering about. Yeah. So if you look at the days of creation, let's do that. Okay. And you guys tell me when you think the angels were created because honestly, uh, there's no wrong answer here. This is one of those things in church where you can say an answer other than Jesus and you could be correct. You're definitely not wrong. My Bible is interesting because it starts with the small catechism and that's... Oh, it doesn't start with Genesis? <laughs> no. Starts with a small. I have I have the Lutheran Study Bible. The emphasis is on the the. They made a big point about that. The. Okay, so in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's day one. Mm-hmm. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Mm-hmm. So, if God made the heavens and the earth, oh sure, day was one. that day one? Uh, yeah. yeah. 
But then it goes on and says, and God said, let there be light. Mm -hmm. And there was light. So were the angels created before light? Ooh. They're like, hey, it's dark in here. angels live in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. They live in heaven. And God saw the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. Sure. So, but weren't the heavens? Is the heavens are the is the sky right? So what I what I hear this saying on the very first day, mm-hmm. God creates space. Sure. The dimensions that we know, and probably the dimensions we can't see that we. Uh, uh, hypothesize about in physics stuff that gives me a headache. That's right, <laughs> because uh, later string theory la- later on in the New Testament, I I'm, I'll try to figure it out here. But they talk about uh, somebody talks about a friend of theirs uh, making it to the third heaven or something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Paul talks about that, and you know, depending on your faith tradition, there's several different understandings of heaven. The, the most common in modern Christianity is that there's just one heaven. And one earth. If you're Catholic, there's heaven, there's um, uh, purgatory, there's limbo, there's, you know, I I, I was speaking to one colleague of mine. We're going to go do um, family camp. Uh, I'll I'll just drop his name. uh, Steve King from Sola Publishing is going to be teaching about death and resurrection at family camp this summer, Mount Carmel, Alexandria, Minnesota. If you want to come, you can come and join us. I'm going to be there as the preacher that week, and he's going to be teaching on this stuff. And he has this whole cosmology from the Bible of what what the afterlife looks like, like the different places that you can go. And there's more than you would expect mm-hmm. if you're if you're going off of just what Scripture says. It's really interesting, I think. But yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm going to make someone someone someone's piety is going to get crushed. <laughs> like it's probably going to be mine, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's funny. So, uh, yeah, but so I guess what I'm saying is first God makes the heavens and the earth. That's space, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. When he makes light, you can make the argument that God has now made time. Okay. Because, you know, light is a measure of distance in space, light years, mm-hmm. but light itself um, is a measurement of time. Okay. We measure time based on the movement of light as we perceive it. Okay. This is one of those statements where it feels like you're wrong. It, it feels like I'm wrong, but you know but I'm it, right. It makes sense, <laughs> but also it shouldn't make sense. Right, exactly. Like it, that feels wrong, but I know you're right. When you look at space, mm-hmm. outer space, with a telescope, what are you looking at? Millions of years ago. Yeah. 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 See, yep. again, no, you're right. So, Don't like it. Uh, boom. <laughs> yeah. Mic drop. Anyway, so yeah. were the angels created before time? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe if you go, if you read on, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to jump ahead of you. I don't know what. what well, you, you go ahead. What, you, you what, push, you push forward, what, Ryan. What plan you had here? But if you move along to uh, verse fourteen, then it talks about the lights in the expanse. So that would be the stars yeah. there then. Yep. And it talks about separating from the the expanse of the heavens and let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens. Yeah. So it's my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, that sure. right right now we are in a heaven according to this. Cuz isn't there like from the ground to the sky and then from the from the top of the sky to outer space 
would be another heaven, right? Right. That's that's part of the issue with the Old Testament is that when it speaks of heaven, it's speaking about sometimes it's speaking about the sky, mm-hmm. sometimes it's speaking about the universe, uh-huh. and then sometimes it's speaking about God's heavenly throne. Sure, that's the third heaven then. Yeah, and and so you think of them going up and down, like there's going to be as many as I think like seven, um, on how you count them if you think that, well, here's the thing. <laughs> we're reading, remember I talked about this last week. Brain we're, busting. We're reading into the Bible Greek philosophy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. The different, the higher mm-hmm. you go, the the more holy it becomes, the yeah. more perfect it becomes. That's from Platonism. Right. Right? The the Hebrew mind didn't think that way. So it it, it does kind of like, like that imagery does come out in the, in the Old Testament that heaven is up, that God's throne is up. Yeah. Um, but it's it, what you're talking about with three heavens and so on um, and, and all these different layers going up and up and up and up. That's, that's from Greek philosophy more than what the Bible says. Um, so when the old Testament uses the term heaven, it can, it, it can be in one of those three things, but it doesn't necessarily mean moving up in a different direction. It's just using it in a metaphorical sense when talking about the sky or where the stars are hung. It's usually some type of metaphor for God's awesomeness yeah. beyond what, anything that we can comprehend. Um, but the location of God is in a place that's not necessarily up, but so, but a place that is beyond. Sure. Beyond what we see, what we know, what we can experience. Mm-hmm. Um, in some of the writings, the apocalypse is, it's almost like it's peeling back a curtain, like like the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what is what is unseen is suddenly seen. So where where is he- God's heavenly throne room? It's unseen. It's it's. What's that? Uh, Stranger Things. It's the upside. It's the upside down place. Oh, it's a sure. different dimension. The upside down. <laughs> anyway, so what I just find interesting is that in Genesis one one, that's where time and space or space is created, followed by time, and that's the first day. Okay. And then what's coming next is everything's being filled in. So the expanse that you're talking about, yeah, is like what goes inside of space and time. Okay. Like what we see, like the stars and the moon and the and the sun, but even prior to that, <clears throat> well, and that's why you can't take you can't take Genesis one literally mm-hmm. because you don't get to a twenty four hour day until like day four, right? Or whatever it is. Yeah. One, once the moon and is placed and the sun is placed, prior to that, you have day and night, and you can make the leap to say, well, God was still functioning under a twenty four hour day. Yeah, but it doesn't say that. So right. it's speculation. You can think it and be fine with it, or you can reject it and be fine with it. Mm-hmm. As long as you understand that God is the one who's done the creating. Right. And it's like this question too. When were angels created? It doesn't spell it out as clearly as mud as we would like it in the Bible. Yeah. So, you know, um, could be day one. Mm-hmm. Could be day two. Don't know. Could be day three. Don't know. Just know that they show up, and when they show up, they're speaking God's word. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're scary, and especially in the old time. Ta- what's that? Terrifying creatures. In the Old Testament, they're terrifying. Yep. Cool. They're not the cute little precious moments ones that you see at the Hallmark store. <laughs> they're not the like third and fourth graders with the wings and the halo singing right. Gloria yeah. and eggshells. Exactly. You would be, <laughs> yeah. You would be screaming your head off 
And your eyes would bleed if you saw an angel face to face. See? They're terrifying. Until they say, do not be afraid. And then you're slightly less afraid. But now you're listening. So. You know what that reminded me of? Have you seen the Batman? No. Ugh. That song. What's that song? Something Maria. Ave Maria. Maria. Uh, yeah. Oh. They just destroyed that song. The whole movie long. They Let's see how we can destroy this. You saying third and fourth graders destroyed Gloria and Excelsis? Well, no, but the Batman destroyed that song. Okay, I'm Ru- sorry. Ruined it for you forever. Well, it's just terrible. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I. I hope I'm not offending anyone. I hope I do the new Batman. <laughs> Offend anybody who thought that was a good movie. Wait, the new one with Rob Pat? Yeah, I. I need to see it. So he's kind of like, he reminds me a little bit of Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was not a good Batman for me because every time he came on screen, I'm like, hey, that's Ben Affleck. Yeah. Same with this guy. He's too famous to be Batman. Well. He doesn't, it doesn't come off as Batman. Bring your sitting donut because you're going to get sore (laughs) sitting there for three hours watching that thing. Did you not recline? Did you not bring a blankie? No, I didn't bring a blankie. No, I did not. No. It's your own fault then. I brought it. I brought money that I had to part with to watch that. <laughs> yeah. So, have you guys seen it? I have not. Okay. Don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Turn this off if you don't want to hear what we're going to say. But I will. I I do have some critical issues with it as a diehard Batman fan from yeah. when I was little. I I was a kid who would dress up as Batman. Like I loved Batman. Did you talk like this when you were Batman? I'm Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I had an and, older, and I'm also Bruce Wayne. That's right. But when I, <laughs> Jesus. so oh, I have an older brother. So the way that works is he always got to be Batman, and I always had to be Robin. And usually it was the uh, um, I love the classic movie. Batman, the the Adam West. Oh sure, yeah. pow, hundred percent West, bop. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this Batman, right from the get go, he he doesn't look imposing. No. But did they explain to you how he became Batman for the fifty seventh time? No, they skipped over that. No, yeah, they Good. went. They went over that. They did sort of, uh, kind of touch on it with that kid that he found in the again. Yeah. No spoilers here, but the kid that he found in the room at the place at the place that one time. Okay, but like that dark. is my biggest complaint. It, about was it ever movie. was it ever daytime in that movie? I no, remember? No. no, I don't think no. it was. Even I know that. Do you see bats out during the day? Well, but but again, Bruce Wayne. Well, whatever. So okay, <laughs> here's here's the second problem that I have with it, and I t- touched on this last week. We are showing entertainment um, aimed at twenty somethings and under. Yep. That is dystopian mm-hmm. in its entire messaging. Yep. And it's and it never gives any hope. No, All it does none. is give you. Uh, shows you how the characters cope with hopelessness. Yep. And that is paramount in this Batman movie. That's why that's why the Marvel movies are so great. They actually cover the old story that everyone mm-hmm. wants to really does want to hear yep. of good defeating evil. Yep. If 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 we live in a world where there is no God, there is no truth, then everything really is a dystopian gray area. Yep. And entertainment reflects that. Art always reflects where we're at. Right. And so a movie about a superhero that doesn't have him defeating evil but coping with hopelessness is not a movie that is gonna you're gonna leave like, wow, that was really great. In Batman's case, Batman is able to cope with the hopelessness because he has special skills. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. 
In fact, the hopelessness never goes away. Right. Um, and the thing about it is, is that movie could have been a really good, like, mystery story. Because there really uh -huh. hasn't been a Batman story where he, like, solves crime in a, in a you know, real complex way. Right. And he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, right? Right, yep. So, so one, he's not imposing. Two, it's completely dystopian. Yep. And there's no hope in there. And that's the, that's the key with Batman is that he doesn't kill anybody. He right. won't kill. He won't cross that line. He doesn't use guns. He uses fear, but he's also a symbol of hope. Yeah. And that didn't come out at all. Right. Um, but they did have the obligatory car chase scene that was just like, hey, guys, we need a car chase scene. Well, well and, yeah, you and, have to showcase the Batmobile. Yeah, but this Batmobile is weak. It like was. the last Batmobile was a tank. Yeah. yeah I, but I don't that, know. see, that's their problem is that they <laughs> going into this movie because everybody hated Batman versus Superman mm. that they were like, we're still competing. Yeah. With the Dark Knight series, even though yeah. we've made a Batman movie since. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ben Affleck versus Superman was a horrible movie. Because um, they had to tell you how he became <laughs> Batman. You also even have to remember. Robert Pattinson already had five movies of driving really nice cars really fast. It's true. The Twilight Saga. <laughs> so there were five of those. Yeah, because yeah, they split. Last, there's four. Books Harry and Potter they split ruined them. it for everybody, and, and now every them. last movie has to be two parts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Except for what's the one that oh. they never made? The second half too. Oh, the oh my goodness! It's, I can't think of what they. It are. was right after the Hunger Games. What yep. was cool after the Hunger Games? It was it had Shailene Woodley in it and Divergent. Yeah, whatever that third one was, they never made the second half of that. Nope. One. Well, it's like they the just end, gave up. Like the end of Elf. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Well, okay, and here's my last point with with the Batman movie that bothered me, and it happened in the first couple of minutes. Batman does not walk into crime scenes with the cops. It's like, it's like, here's all these cops. And then here comes Batman with all the light. You know, you can completely tell he's wearing a completely black suit yeah. and you look at him closely and you're like, let me just cover up your eyes a little bit. Hey, you're Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so obvious and he's in and they're, they're taking pictures around it. And I'm like, Batman wouldn't be there doing right. that. And the other thing, <sighs> maybe he needed insurance. So he had to go corporate. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon brought him. I'm like, Commissioner Gordon wouldn't have brought him to the crime scene when the other cops are there because Batman's supposed to be this myth and this, yeah. you know, this urban legend. And the cops know about it, but the cops don't really, you know, right. hang, out, hang out with Batman. Yep. Yeah. And the other the other thing was... DC oh. should hire me. I'll actually fix all their problems. Oh. Give, them, give Marvel a run for their money. Look at this piece of paper. I can tell that it was left here on the 4th of July of 2019. <laughs> Just by looking at it, I know that Mark Soldium laid it here. I can t You know what I mean? Like, how do you know? Right, right. There's no evidence that... Well, whatever. <laughs> Just I'm bad. So they did not... Yeah, do a great job at the suspension of disbelief of like, <laughs> you're just going to believe it because we tell you to. Exactly. E exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, exactly. There was no suspension of, of disbelief. Yeah. And um, I think that the best Batman in cinema today is the, um, this is how it should have ended Batman. Do any of you know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. How this should have ended the, the, or how's, how it should have ended dot com. It's on YouTube. Nope. Do a go to YouTube and, and type in Hishi, H I S H E. Okay. And it's these little cartoons of um, 
all the superhero movies pretty oh, much. Oh, I think I've seen some of these. I don't think I've seen Batman though. They have they have a bunch of them with Batman and Superman sitting in a coffee house like Seinfeld. Just talking about these different movies, and, and Batman says over and over again through the whole thing, because I'm Batman. <laughs> Do you always have a cup of coffee in your utility belt? Yeah, I got a bunch of things in my utility belt. <laughs> Why? Because I'm Batman. The best Batman, I think, is still the Lego. Oh, he's pretty good, too. Michael Keaton. Adam West. Okay, but like my my favorite Batman movie isn't even that good. So like. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> What, which one's not that good? The Lego Batman in um, the Lego movie, I love that. The Lego Batman movie, yeah. No, but the Lego movie, his little appearance is funny. Yeah. No, I grew up with Batman and Robin, so George Clooney. Oh. Ah. So you, the bar was very low for you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, whatever. <laughs> My favorite movie is like the worst one they made, so you can't, you can't ruin it for me. <laughs> Clooney. Oh, man. It was right. not a good movie at all. But, I- but when you're little, you don't care. We were no. talking about this. like Batman. The first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, great movie. Horrible yeah, movie. movie. <laughs> T-U-R-T-L-E power. Oh, it was it was everything in, when, at, at that time. 12 oh, years it was, old. Yeah, it was the, everywhere. Those, those movies that, that came out. Turtle like, power. Oh, I remember like when Ghostbusters came out, and it was just like, this is the greatest movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Now I have an unpopular opinion of it that we don't need to go into. <laughs> But it was like every movie then was just like, Whoa. this is the greatest movie ever oh. made. How could it's how like did they do that? It's like when you went from Tecmo Bowl to, yeah. to Super Tecmo Bowl, uh-huh. and you're like, they could never ever make like this is as real as it could ever get. Exactly. And then when Madden came, yeah. Oh, how did they do this? Heart Sorcery, at- heart attacks everywhere. <laughs> how is this possible? Yeah. And now That's look how at I it. still feel. Yeah. yeah. I actually watched a video. About how can you be better than Tecmo Bowl? Like Bo Jackson goes 90 miles an hour. You needed either the Raiders yeah. or the Giants. Because if you had LT on your team, nobody was going anywhere against you. <laughs> We've totally lost Sarah and Dana. They're like, yep. what are they Yeah, doing? They're, they're lost. I, so, I don't even know what you're saying. Like Tecmo Bowl. I watched, now you know oh, how we feel, Dana. <laughs> yeah. With your Venmo <laughs> TikToks <laughs> sorcery. <laughs> Black magic. I watched a documentary. I don't know if it was on the Hulu or the HBO Max. I didn't watch the whole thing. And the, the name will come to me eventually here. I love that you put the definite article in front of all these yeah. things. Okay, but the, can I tell you that I have this weird, like, thing where I mimic people and I've done it and I'm like, why? You said, uh, <laughs> like on the net. I was the talking to my mother of all the people. YouTube. It's like, it's on, it the, was on the YouTube. I was like, oh, please shoot me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why? No. Yes. Oh, I love it. Well I think done, that Ryan. every time well I say done. batteries. Batteries. Like and I hate Facebooks. myself a little bit more. Just because like my job deals with Facebook, I'm like, oh, I have to do the Facebooks. The Facebooks. <laughs> the YouTubes. Uh, YouTubes. Fantastic. It's called A Glitch in the Matrix. That's what it's called. And I did not finish it because it was way out there. And the people. Is it on Hulu? I think. They, okay. So, so they've got this guy who evidently, and again, I didn't watch the whole thing. So maybe they reveal his identity later. But I think this is a topic that we should talk about. Okay. 
This guy is sitting there. Guess we're going to talk about yep. it, man. <laughs> I was like, why? You have the mic, Ryan. Make it happen. <laughs> the guy is sitting there, and he has an avatar for a head. An avatar for a head. Well, yeah, like that. The, like they, they, like the avatar. Or, or is it like the marshmallow? They superimposed like dead mouse. Yeah, yeah, one like, of those. Well, they superimposed an animal drawing over the top, like a like a gra- like a graphic. I don't know okay. what. Okay. I don't know this mumbo jumbo, <laughs> but anyway, they're talking about how right now we are living in the Matrix. Yes, and they talk about how you know you started with like Pong, mm-hmm. and then you moved to Atari or whatever was after Pong, and then after that you had Nintendo and Sega Genesis, and the and the graphics kept getting better and better and better, like what we're talking Ooh, about. Does it sure. deal with Uncanny Valley? Uh, I don't. I, again, I only made it like fifteen okay. minutes in, and so they. They talked about how the graphics have just gotten better and better and better and better. And eventually, you're not going to know the difference between a real human. That is true. And, 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 and a, a, a um, created yeah, sure. human. That's, the Uncanny Valley. It, Th- yeah, that, that so is. That's a thing of like, it'll be too. There's yeah. a spot mm. where it looks so good, it freaks people out. But they said that we're in it now. Like, we're already yeah. there. Okay, so that, they're just Platonists. <laughs> I feel like that's the start of they watched uh, Mark Zuckerberg's announcement of yes. Metaverse a few too many times. Yeah, but the Metaverse is just a ripoff rip of the Oasis from Ready Player One. So, yeah. I mean, uh, it, yes, we're going to be there. Futurists can pinpoint it because we can measure how fast our technology improves. Yep. Mm-hmm. That we can, we know in advance before we reach them when medical breakthroughs mm-hmm. are going to happen. When technological advances are going to happen, especially in things like um, computer um, uh, uh, animations, as well as interactions between us and and the devices that we have. I mean, gosh, we're practically cyborgs already. How many of us have some type of supercomputer on us at all times? Yeah. Right? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I mean, we're we're amalgamating into our devices. And and there will come a point uh, where virtual reality... And reality will be indistinguishable to our minds and our eyes. The only distinction that we will make is that we will step out of virtual reality um, for things that we absolutely need in this life that we can't get in a virtual context, such as food, sleep, mm-hmm. human interaction sleep. outside of. But even the virtual interaction with people will be so seamless that. You won't really distinguish between what you're doing in your real life and what you're doing online. Much of what you're doing online, supposedly, will be the vast, vast, vast majority of your time will be Mm -hmm. interacting that way. And it has to do with the way that life is being um, formed and transformed by the technologies and the internet and commerce that happens online and all that stuff. This is true. You're you're sighing. It's from the New York Post. No. It's from the New York Post. I don't care. What's it say? Man married hologram bride, but now struggles to bond with her. This <laughs> Did is you know George Jetson was the, born this year? This Yeah. This is from really? two days ago. <laughs> well, that's This weird. is from two days ago. From the New York Post, August 26th. <laughs> it's, it's so silly, 
But this is a real art. I'm sure it wasn't front page, but it was in the post. <laughs> you can't put anything on the internet that's not true. Yeah, of course she, not. She's not real, but his feelings are. A fictosexual man who wed a fictional computer-synthesized pop singer four years ago said he's now unable to communicate with his wife, but is, but is still in love with her. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to butcher it, but he's 38 years old, was dating... Hot, is it Hatsune? 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 Miku? Okay, dating? Well, okay, wait a minute. She's... Oh, no. She's like an actual character. Yeah. Yeah, he married her. I uh, think there's some copyright infringement No, going that's on. what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> she... Like, I don't think he's legally allowed to marry yeah. her. Well, they had an unofficial wedding ceremony in 2018. Yeah. Uh, unofficial, yes. Unofficial. Yeah. Okay. We are all Platonists, people. <laughs> We've given up the reality of the physical for everything that's just purely thought and feeling. And that's what matters. And blah, 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 blah. We're all delusional. This is, it's all delusional. Delusions. So, yeah. So, how Delusions do we, of grandeur. I mean, so how do we deal with this? I mean. <laughs> Unplug, where, read your Bible. Where do we go? <laughs> now married for four years, Condo 38 said his relationship has hit a roadblock. He can no longer speak with Miku due to a technological hurdle, according to a Japanese newspaper. Hmm. <clears throat> So on TikTok, I saw a bunch of puppies. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? You're going to find people that are always on the fringe of society in any way, shape, or form. Like, you know, technology by itself is not bad. But how you use it, it can be bad. Right. Or it can be good. Um, we are, as a culture, primarily in the United States, but more so, I think, becoming more and more about identity being wrapped up in our thoughts and feelings than the realities that are around us. Sure. That's point blank evident of that. Um, he has an emotional um, and a, a, an intellectual connection with a, 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 a machine or, mm -hmm. or an idea. Yeah. So much so that he's he's labeling it as love for that idea. Well, that's everything about that is is ephemeral. It's not it's not real. It's there's no right. If if one of us has a loved one who is in this situation, how do we deal with it? That's what I guess. That's the question I'm getting at. That's a tough one. Um, wh wh how would you deal with that? I, the, again, I don't want to offend this Because the libertarian guy. in me is like, hey, whatever you're all about is what you're all about. And I'm over um, here like, therapy. But, <laughs> but, but as a Christian, though, yeah. uh, what I mean, what do I do with it? I'm not going to throw my son under the bus because... Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going to. So let's pretend that I have a nephew or a cousin or someone who I love very dearly. Yeah. And and this he comes to me with this. How do I deal with that? Saying that he's in love with a hologram. Yeah. Or a, or, or whatever. A fictional character. Well, and and I think it, you call a thing what it is. And it's okay to call something regardless of what anyone says. Like how would you know? We live in the matrix. Um, if I punch you in the face, does it hurt? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a point where reality just... I would just, assume so. You've there, never punched me in the face. A, there's a point where reality just kind of kicks you in the pants. Uh -huh. Okay. And I, I, it, 
I hear what you're saying, but this is not real. It's an illusion. Uh huh. How do you know it's an illusion? How do you know it's real? Right. You almost have to treat it like the same way you would if like someone you know was being catfished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. It's not real. This person that you're communicating with, until, as my old psychologist teacher used to say, until the ring's on the finger, all bets are off. Um, okay. if, if your entire interaction with someone, what's that? He did technically get married. Well, that's a good point. Unofficially. So at this point, you just kind of wash your hands of the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you call the uh, trademark owner. <laughs> Of the character and say, did you know, did you, anyway. Yeah. Um, but with, when, when people get into fantasies that become all encompass, encompassing, mm-hmm. where it becomes harmful to them, especially, mm-hmm. well, then it's, then, then it's entering, love says, I need to step in and I need to help. And sometimes helping is saying what you're, th- this idea that you have has become a delusion. Um, it's not real. It's fantasy. And you're, lo- you're, you're losing yourself in it. Mm-hmm. Now, is someone not going to like that? Of course. No one likes being told that what they're doing or what they th- they're thinking is not good, especially in this post-Platonic, Neoplatonic age that we live in where all that really matters in your identity is what you think and what you feel. Reality is irrelevant. Reality is actually bad because reality is basically thought of as dystopian because we've taken God out of the, out of the story. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's where the Christian needs to go is we don't judge. We don't put people down. You feel bad for people when, when um, they're hurting or when, when they're in a situation that that's, you know, that we don't want them to be in, you know? Yeah. Um, cause, cause they're going to get hurt and you don't want people to get hurt. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's entering in, in that way and it's pointing to Jesus. It's pointing to God. It, it has to be. Mm-hmm. That here is where you're going to find peace. This is this is where you're going to find uh, an authority that you can trust. Yeah. Because why, why this relationship rather than a relationship with someone else? We've made it so easy to turn in on ourselves and to create even relationships that are fantasy um, online. It's, it's how the tool can be used badly. Mm-hmm rather than meaningful relationships that is an interaction more than just your eyes and your brain, but all of your senses. Are yeah. you following? What I'm, like, I'm just thinking like chatting with someone online, right? Yeah. My eyes are interacting. My mind is interacting, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas having a relationship with someone takes work, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a, it's a full experience. It's sure. not just a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's just a. I mean, it's a weird thing to me. And How I did and you I was find this article. It was on the New York Post. You were just on the New York Post. I was not I on the. It came on. It came on my Google, my Google News. The the Googles. The Google. I still haven't converted to calling it the Google, so I'm at least. <laughs> Do you call it the Google machine? That that that's where that's where I first saw it. It popped up on my on my Google News. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But then I thought, okay, you've got a friend or a nephew or a cousin or whoever that comes to you with this, and I'm just I was sitting there going, what would I even say? That's why I asked the question. You just smile, Ryan. You just <laughs> smile, and that's all you do. I know I know how you do these things. You'd make some kind of funny little dad joke. <laughs> 
Well, they're a cute in couple. Passing. <laughs> but it's not just that. I mean, I read an article yesterday, and it wasn't on a like the New York Post. I just saw. I just read the title in passing of some teacher was teaching second graders about subcultures in America, including uh, uh, furries. And I didn't know anything about furries. So I had to click on it to find out what in the world is furries. And it's people who are identifying as animals. Yeah. Didn't we? uh, I think we touched on this, but I I had to see it to believe it with my own uh eyes. Yeah. Um, Well, what is that? That, that is a fantasy that can, Uh that can bring comfort. I mean, do you know what fantasies really are in especially a dystopian time? Yeah. It's, it's a distraction Mm -hmm. from hopelessness. And if you think that the world is hopeless, which everyone who does not have God in their life will consider the world hopeless. Sure. Anyone who thinks that the world is happy-go-lucky is deluding themselves because life is hard, life is tough, the world is a hard place, Mm -hmm. even for our first-person problems in the United States. Um, But without God, it's hopeless. It really is. There is nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing has any meaning. And so... People try to find meaning and create meaning for themselves through their thoughts and through their feelings. It's it's defining identity based on whatever you can grab onto that distracts you and, and gives you a sense of, of purpose and value. Mm. Thus, a holographic life. <laughs> I, I just think there's some deeper things in there. Uh, a, a fear of intimacy with, with a, a person. Right. So, yeah, kind of like Sunday school answers always Jesus. There you go. Well said, Sarah. <laughs> I stole that from Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, see, now you're, you're getting into stuff. That's like, uh, uh there's going to be papers written about this and studied about this is the next, the next thing, the mm. next, uh, the next reality of humanity. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy talk. I saw that somewhere. I heard did, did we ever answer Elijah's question? <laughs> I don't know. Where did angels come from? We were keeping them in suspense. Or no, I think when, did. When, did, when did God create angels? That was the question. Uh, when he needed there to be angels. Okay, that was easy. You also we'll go with that. Whole, whole other topic thrown yeah. in there. The, the Warren. You know what? If you, uh, I, I won't name it. Before time uh-huh. and before space... God created angels, which means that God created angels in the moment when God exercised God's power. Sure. That's what I'm going to go with. All right. I'll go with that. And if you disagree with me, you're probably right too. <laughs> <laughs> when he needed to put the fear of God into people. That's, funny. That's right. Good times. When God needed to speak to humans without making their heads explode. Created you, angels. You know what this is an example of? <clears throat> What happens when we come into this room with absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is well, why it's... I always ask before I sit down. <laughs> you had no idea, did you? We're just we're just whittling away at that niche, that niche market. <laughs> we got to get to the very person. very last corner of that weird weird cave. Well, yeah, I don't even know what I I'm going to name this one. Has an end. <laughs> Wasn't there another question <laughs> too? There is another question, but I don't know if we have time we, for it. We don't. I, we'll I, save I, it for next week. Yeah, we'll we'll save it. So that one, the 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 question next week is from the Grandmaster Todd E, the Todd of God. Nice. So, yeah. Those are always the best ones. Yeah. 
All right. I wonder what random topic except, you're going to throw in there while you're answering that. Except for Elijah's questions. Those are always the best ones. Yeah, those and, are. And Dr. S's questions. Those are always the best ones. Yep. And it, Enoch's questions. Those we got a lot of good question askers. Yes, yeah, we, we do. do. Yep, they're all the best. They're the best. We have the best. All right. That's it then, I guess. Wow, my head hurts. I don't know Your if this one was. <laughs> thank you for another perplexing episode of. <laughs> that podcast. Another what was that <laughs> episode. <laughs> okay, somebody needs to say a prayer for this. <laughs> for the show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pray. Okay. Heavenly Father, uh, even when we are goofy and just, I don't know if it's sleep deprived or what, but um, you are always good. And I hope that that uh, our goofiness um, is something that makes you smile and uh as we try not to take ourselves too seriously, but Lord, um, we try to uh, be filled up and 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 be uh, grounded in the hope that we receive in Your Son. And so, Lord, if anyone is listening to this message today and just think, "Boy, this is some really weird stuff," may the gospel hit true to them that uh, people are weird. Uh, we can be weird, um, but You are good, and You are good through Your Son. And in Jesus Christ, You bring hope where there is hopelessness. That. Um, where there is loss, where there is despair, Christ has already conquered. And there is a heavenly reward that begins now through faith in him and continues into eternity. And that's a lot to be hopeful for. So uh, may those who have heard this this day be blessed as we go from this from our time together until we meet again. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you for joining us. You can find all of our past episodes and all sorts of other things on YouTube by searching Atonement Fargo. Would you, you say that this episode was higher on tomfoolery or shenanigans? I don't know. We'll let the we'll we'll talk to the grand ma- we'll talk to the grandmaster <laughs> next week and see what he thinks. There we go. There He'll go. shoot us straight. <laughs> Uh, so, so I tell you what, you can find uh, live and uh, past church services. You can see just the message. You can see the entire service live at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. every Sunday, or you can find it anytime by going to YouTube and searching Atonement Fargo. You can find us live on atonement.live or atonementfargo.org. So for Pastor DJ Laura, Sarah D. Young, and Dana Mashevsky, I'm Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time for another riveting episode of She Muted Me. (laughs) Riveting episode of that podcast. You got to wake up early in the day to get me, Sarah.